How's it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn, the place where you can find the latest and greatest game news. But the excitement doesn't just stop there. Follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And for just a couple bucks a month, you can help support the show by becoming a patron today and visiting patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn. All patrons will instantly gain the ability to interact with the show and submit their thoughts and topics that, would that they would like to hear discussed, along with other great benefits. All that can be found on patreon.com slash legacy respawn. My name is Andrew and co-hosting with me, as always, the man of votes himself, Jacob. Hey. How is it going on this fine evening? Oh, pretty, pretty good. It's nice to be off and here and doing this. Doing this on a brand new year. Mm-hmm. You're right. First episode of the year. We gotta make it splendid. Splendid. I was Definitely thinking that we've already done one this year, but that was that was the other one that we were talking about things for this year. Yeah, it gets a little confusing. It's all meshing. Mm-hmm. It's one big mushgush. Mushgush. Word of the day. Mm-hmm. Or is that multiple words? No, it's one. Guess how you slur it together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you say it faster. <laughs> I'll send you a Webster's on it. <laughs> That'd be... That would be excellent. So on today's show, we got monster hunting. Mo- monster hunting, that's great. Mm-hmm. Monster hunter <laughs> bombing at the box office. Epic Games buys shopping mall to convert into a new headquarters. Xbox Series X has a big upcoming game confirmed as an exclusive. GTA 6 currently in development. Also GTA 5 on PlayStation VR 2. And we also have a pretty pretty nice list of the best-selling Switch indie games of 2020. So we got quite a few things on the uh, old agenda today. Lovely Monster Hunter. Yeah, I, I figured it's a, a perfect follow-up for what we were saying with uh, <clears throat> the Sony Productions last week. Yeah, yep. About uh, video game adaptations for, you know, big-screen productions. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no in-betweens for them. It's either it's either amazing or complete rock bottom. Yeah. And this one, shame to be, is rock bottom. Surprise. Now, I think this was produced by Capcom. Is that right? Uh, yeah, they, they would have had their hands in it, at least. Yeah. And, uh, was it Capcom? Yep, Capcom Entertainment. Impact Pictures and Tencent. Tencent is now they're they're a foreign company, correct? They're based I out of I want to so. say China. Don't hold me on that. I want to <laughs> say it's definitely a foreign country over that way. But uh, we got a nice article from Zaki Hassan at IGN. He's given it a three out of ten, which is pretty bad. Is and he being um, generous with that. Yeah, it's possible. But uh, still, uh, still yet to watch this. What's that? The movie itself. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it just to see. It's uh, you ever see the movie uh, Dragon Ball Evolution? No, I remember the previews though, and a lot it's... of the uh, <laughs> the feedback from it. It has to be like the one of the worst like live action like anime live-action movie adaptations I've ever seen. And it still, to this day, this reminds me of how awful a production could go <laughs> with anything like this. 
it's like why is this I, like i cannot believe it's still like you could find it like i seen it was recently put on i think it was hulu oh yeah that's about to get it watched like why is this <laughs> on there they need to take this down quit quit bashing this most excellent anime series with this horrific <laughs> live action movie it's ruining it probably for so many people. It's the same thing for for Death Note in the live action of that. That was bad as well. The one on Netflix. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm, that movie made me cringe. It was so bad. People that watched it that had never seen the original show are like, "That's not too bad." And it's like, <laughs> "You're wrong, though." It's like they they took out like the most important parts of the show. Yeah, changed and everything they could have been. Like, no, we're just not going to put it in there because we don't have to over it i'm angry right now my hands are shaking <laughs> thinking about it it's so bad i don't know why they like the, the, the big big guys that sit down and like talk about this like and they're like yeah let's let's go ahead and run with this idea like we don't need to do that let's run with the idea that was originally established in the anime series let's let's There's, not change it they're like yeah that sounds good or <laughs> how about we don't do any of that anything do that this? is it's just terrible. It's the only good thing about that movie was uh, Willem Dafoe as Ryuk. He was the only good part of that, anyway. Yeah. Now I didn't have a problem with like the CGI in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it. It's just the storytelling. Yeah. The plot was all wrong. They just yeah they completely took what you know it actually is and turned it away. You know, turned it on the side. So monster under here. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see what this guy has to say. <clears throat> he says monster hunter. Now this is just his verdict. I'm not going to go through the whole extent of his analysis breakdown of it. But his his uh he says monster hunter runs just an over an hour and a half, but feels about twice as long, thanks to its listless, meandering plot, devoid of a central focus of any meaningful world building. Obviously, with any movie like this, there are franchise hopes built into the mix. Especially when talking about a game series as successful and long-lived as this. But there's a very particular hubris about the blatant sequel setup served up in a lieu of a kind of emotionally, intellectually satisfying conclusion. Sequels hope that one imagines will go unfulfilled. In a sentence I don't think would have made any sense at the beginning of 2020, this isn't no Sonic the Hedgehog. So we we did talk about Sonic too. Yeah, that was like a that was a big point. And they turned that completely around and yep. made a you know excellent production out of Sonic. Yeah, they just have to listen, and I I just feel like these you know they they just didn't follow the meaning of what Monster Hunter was. Is what I get out of his article. No, I I think like from watching the previews and everything, they went a completely different route that didn't make sense. <laughs> Not and time travel, but they like hop dimensions. Yeah, and it was like something about they had to close a gate between the two worlds or something along those lines. And I, I, I mean, I don't remember any of that in any of the games, but... No, that's so far out there. But I did pull some statistics here, and it said the budget for this production was $60 million, Which, on grand scheme of things, is, that's, I mean, that's not much compared to some of our bigger blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Still a big chunk of change, but currently I I just pulled this number. It was for January third. They grossed fifteen million worldwide. So they even make anywhere near. So they're forty five in the hole right now. So I'm, 
the from looking at the previews though, like the actual uh animation and like the monsters and everything looked really good. Right. And uh, that, you like, talking about the like the stills of it? Yeah, from what I saw. Well some of the the quick parts in the trailer. I don't know if it got worse when you <laughs> we <laughs> when you started watching it if they just turned it into like potatoes. But <laughs> Uh, like the the first um, was it the Rathalos that they showed or was it Raytheon? I think it was the Rathalos. Yeah, the big one, the bigger mm-hmm. one. Right? Yeah, but that looked good, and the Diablos looked pretty good. But you know, they were also uh, <laughs> shooting that. Um, what was it? The not the rocket launcher. It was like the missile launcher and closing the wrong eye, and it was iron sights, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the iron sights had. <laughs> electronic scoping on it. It was, it was a mess. From there, they should have been like, um... <laughs> uh, here, so here's, I did want to say this. Since you said something about the uh, the CGI, it says, what follows is a final showdown with a lot of dodgy CGI, quick cuts, and some mythical hungry monger about closing the portal between the two worlds. But I guess they're not even content with the CGI, well, this particular guy at IGN. He wasn't saying... fond of it. Yeah, if he's saying that, that means it was probably like really short, quick scenes, so you don't see a whole lot of it. Right. Or you could probably see the, like, the image popping from the reel. Mm-hmm. Or there was probably something to it that made it not, not mesh. It's a bunch of mushkush. Mushkush. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they had, they had Tony John as well. I'm surprised so I... he wasn't just like fighting them with his hands. I'm a firm believer that, you know, the, what's her name, Milo jo- Jovovich? Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, she's uh, particularly known just to play this one type of role. I don't, I don't yeah. think she'll ever step out of that bubble. Not saying she was the wrong individual for this cast. I'm sure she fills those shoes nicely in the movie, but I think the movie, they, they need to build this movie around not just the actor, but also the, the story of what needs to be told. Yeah. Like and, uh, Yeah. So not too uh too sold on the Monster Hunter review. Are you gonna are you gonna watch? You gonna watch this? I I will watch it and be upset by it, but I I wanna see it regardless. Just to just, uh stick stick through the franchise? Yeah, and just also hate myself for it, but I, I don't know. I still wanna see it and how bad you know, steers away from everything. Yeah. Because even some of the sizes for some of the weapons, it looks like, is like crazy off. As too big or too small? Too small. The sword she has in the still picture looks too small. The dual blades? Or the, the dual blades. Yeah. Well, the uh, the one that Tony Cha has, the big uh, the uh, bone the gr- one. The great the, sword. The yeah. Jaw. yeah, that thing is like two or three times the size of that. It's massive in the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess they had to make it more of a realistic thing for the actor to carry, is my, my only guess. That's what I'm guessing, but they should have also been like, no, it looks silly in the game, so we need to give it, because it's more real. People would probably appreciate that a little more. You know, like yeah. a big old uh, buster sword like Cloud has. It's like half <laughs> the size of him. Right. And this looks like the same outfit she wore in Resident Evil, to be honest. It's, they better have used it. <laughs> Because I think it's all the same. Um, I think it's the same director and everything too. I'm sure. I mean, Capcom Entertainment put it out. I don't see why they would, you know, 
makes up that uh mm-hmm. executive you know position so i think they did all the resident evil ones as well the the same people yeah i eventually got really lost in those i didn't understand what it was even about anymore it's good After news like, that they're doing the new ones are you talking about that like they're doing the new new resident evil yeah like i think game it, movies yeah yeah i think netflix is actually doing it i think it's oh yeah yeah it's it was one an or, animated one or two animated series yeah yeah let's hope that has a little more promise than uh that's exciting oh monster hunter over here yeah i think that one's actually supposed to follow the the actual story of the game and the characters yeah, that'd be more interesting than me. I mean, I think that's why people are going to tune into it, right? Mm-hmm. They want to see a little twist on it. Yeah, they want to see their favorite characters in a sense where they're not actually have to play them. But... Like the they could have done this uh, Monster Hunter the way that they did the, like the newest Godzilla, where it's like a little bit of human interaction and then it's just straight fighting the whole time, like CGI. Mm-hmm. Do it up if you're if you're going to do it, do it up big. Yeah, I didn't see the new Godzilla. I've seen the prior one, I believe. Oh, you need to see the new one. Yeah, the, the, uh, whether he's battling the other monsters. Yeah, it's just straight fighting and screaming the whole time, and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Turn your my... volume and bass up. You'll feel it. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'll have to... Uh, I've seen it on uh, HBO. I could stream it on there, so... Have to put it on the the watch list. Yeah, that's uh something else. You can feel the screams. There is so good. <laughs> Just running. Godzilla screeching for an hour and a half. Yeah, and then taking off running with his little chub arms. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I think you know you think this this production will fall you know even over time with DVD sales and. You think they'll get that money back? Yeah, it might eventually like end up like the Resident Evil ones where they uh, like I'm su- I'm surprised that they did that many sequels to that. So I imagine they already planned another sequel for this. Oh, um, I'm sure. And I'm, I'm sure they're going to do it and they'll do sets, box sets and all that as well. That's usually what they end up doing. And it might. I mean, even the, the game did a crossover with the movie. Which is really silly to say, but it's a Monster Hunter crossover with Monster Hunter. <laughs> well, that seems redundant. Yeah, but I think you get like her as a playable, like as a skin to go over everything, as armor. I mean, oh boy. Yeah, but I, I don't know. They mm, that's pretty far off though. Fifteen. They only got fifteen million, just about. A long ways. I think it said opening day was like eight hundred thousand, which oh, wow. ain't nothing. Well, nothing. I mean. Also, taking the fact that it's... Did they just do this digital? I, I don't even know. Or if they streamed it in the theater. It's, uh, I don't know the answer to that. I want to say it was both. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't... I'm not sure. I'll take into the account still that, you know, it's still pretty difficult to go out and watch movies. Yeah, that's understandable. And I, not a terrible time to even, look, you know, publish a movie, quite honestly, but... Yeah. Do I think it still would have given them what another uh what forty forty million thirty five million something no I think so 
But, you know, maybe eventually. Years. Years and years. years. <laughs> that was a terrible turnaround. Yeah. So, another exciting one for any Epic, epic fans out there. So, Epic purchases an entire shopping center or a mall that's a local mall and that's actually quite near them because I think they're based out of the same location in North Carolina mm-hmm. since I think it said 1999 so they're buying this whole shopping center just to set up a, a new headquarters <laughs> which is uh, let me give you the stats on this real quick yeah hit me with that so uh, Tom, Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer he states when most people pop when most people pop to the shops, they pick up a few things. When Epic Games goes shopping, it buys its local mall. This week, Epic ga- agreed to purchase the Cary Town Center, a 980,000-square-foot site just down the road from its current home in Cary, North Carolina. The vast complex will become Epic's new home campus, which will open in 2024 after a three-year plan to refurbish and rebuild the area. I'm hoping for some statues of Fortnite fave fish stick. While Epic will own the site, some of it may still be given over for use by the local community, the the company said. Epic moved to Cary in 1999 after initially being founded as Potomac Computer Systems in Tim Sweeney's parents' house in Potomac, Maryland. The company now says it has 50 offices worldwide, which variously runs the hugely successful Fortnite develop uh, Unreal Engine and operates the Epic Games Store. So 980 square feet. Of space, of of a mall, of a mall. <laughs> I uh, I swear, I really like looking at this first. I thought it was the uh, like they were buying it for like a real life thing, like sort of like games and everything. Actually, putting people in there, and I was like, that's really smart. <laughs> and they read them like, wow, that's really over the top, but cool. Do it. You could put all your people there, all of them. All what fifty facilities? Is that what it said? Yeah, and you can jam them all in there. That makes sense, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you think that would be their goal? They get to uh, localize everything? No, it looks like they're just going to bring on more people to keep going. Yeah, just smash them in there. Well, you don't have to smash them in that place. And now you spread them out. I wonder if they're going to use like when they say refurbish, if they're just going to refurbish the actual department stores in a different. Departments. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or just knock it all out. Or just, just you know, knock it all down and then rebuild it up. No, they'll probably they'll probably leave like the foundation and everything in the frame and all that and just Got go to town. Inside. Yeah. That's huge though. Remarkable amount of space. I wonder how big uh some of the larger companies like uh Ubisoft, for instance, I wonder how big their facility is. Well Epic can say they don't have a mall. They, they don't have them all. There's no that's, way it's that big. That's their new, it's their new catchphrase. <laughs> like, where do you operate? I don't know, out of a mall. Out of a mall? <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of offices in the mall. In the mall. <laughs> That'd be great. So I think Epic is making all the right moves starting 2021. Yeah. There is no, no, uh, no, I don't see where Epic is losing anytime soon. No, their biggest hiccup was that the Apple thing, right? Right, and I think they kind of just, uh, you know, swayed that off because it doesn't matter to them. No, 
they and all honesty, they keep building like they are. I mean, Apple might not be as big of a target as it has been in the past. Yeah, I was gonna say they're if anything, Apple is you know they'll be losing from it, not having like the support yeah. from that. It's such a huge staple. Mm-hmm. And uh Apple for sure needs uh is gonna need Epic Games, you know, be part of their their store. I mean, it's gonna be creating massive revenue, especially if they plan on opening a location this large. They have to have something up their sleeve where they need this space. Because mm-hmm. they're eventually going to do something else bigger with Fortnite. I mean, yeah. how many years is this now? It's been the Battle Royale. I'm, well, it's still in beta. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it Maybe. just comes down to when they want to launch that bad boy, huh? When this mall's done. Was that 2024? She's going to roll out. Yeah, 1.0. 1.0. After 1,363 patches later? Yeah, finally ready. (laughs) Uh, Do you think um, there will ever be a Fortnite 2? Or do you think they would just just keep rehauling this same engine? I mean, at this point, it's, it's still working. I mean, why fix it if it's not broken, I guess? Yeah, some people follow that mythology, I guess. I mean, it's not even like it's like bad graphics or anything. It all fits its own. It's its own style. Yep, and they just came out with the PS5 and Xbox Series X ports, I believe. So, like patches for it, yeah. There is no turning down uh, any of the Fortnites. They were going to throw that thing on everything. I don't see them doing like another whole separate thing. Because they they just run everything through their one game, uh, it, they would just make the second one free too. So it would just be like slapping another sticker on it. Basically, it's just different polish. Yeah, I I see them. They'll just keep updating and updating and updating. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do you think they're going to limit themselves to just strictly Fortnite, or do you think they're going to start? expanding some horizons with all this additional space, like maybe making not necessarily a battle. They don't want to compete with themselves. Yeah. But maybe something more directed towards a different fan base, not necessarily multiplayer. Well, they have, they have to have some kind of other idea because they eventually that'll slow down. I mean, and they want to pick up all the other people that, you know, they've lost over time anyway, too. And most people, did they do, uh, it's called the uh, the Monster Hunter style. Dauntless, isn't that them? Uh, yeah, yep, that's them. Yeah, I mean th- they did that, and that's actually like it's quick and and fast, like the uh, Fortnite games. Like you're in yep. and out on the hunts. It's not like Monster Hunter. You're no, you're going to be in there for yep. twenty, thirty minutes. Um, so I mean they can keep expanding and do other other games. I don't see why not. They use their same what engine and, and graphics style too. Oh, uh, definitely, and uh, they own the engine, so mm-hmm. there's no royalties for that. And just the fact that they're going to have nine hundred eighty thousand square feet, I'm sure they can mm. dedicate a little bit of that to some other <laughs> some other yeah. team. Got to dedicate a little bit of space for the laser tag arena. <laughs> Got to have that in there. Man, they could put like. They could just have all their people live there. <laughs> Put an upstairs on it. Throw it upstairs on an apartment complex. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, th- I think they'll expand out and do some other stuff, too. That'll give them more room to be able to do it. And it'll be, like you said, localized right there. Yeah, I think that was their goal. They want to take their, pick up their base and move it to a new base. They, they got the space, you know. They, you know, once they get this complete, like, whatever their, whatever their envision is, it'll definitely be uh, possible. Mm-hmm. For sure, with all that. I didn't realize, well, I guess I never really thought about it, but uh, 1999 found it. Epic Games mm-hmm. or Atomic Computer Systems. I never knew that. No, I, I didn't either. Didn't realize it had that longevity. Pretty That's neat what? stuff. 20, 20 years? Nope. Yep. 22. Mm. Right? Yeah. 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 20, 22 years. And I wonder what their first game was. Unreal Engine. Must have been. Uh, the unreal tournament yeah that's what i was gonna say was it unreal <laughs> it had to be or it was probably just unreal whatever at the time i don't think tournament came out to later they had like uh, or not unreal uh quake quake yeah, that's, yeah yeah that's based off the unreal engine right yeah we're talking about um epic's first game yeah yeah that was probably their first one don't hold me on it, though, because I don't know. I was trying to look it up real quick to see if I could find it. It's probably that. I would say it's that. None of this is helping. That mythical game you'll never find. Mm-hmm. They took it down and wiped everybody's memory. Yeah, none of it was real. None of it was real. Never happened. Before Fortnite. Sorry, before uh, Gears. <laughs> Turn up anything? Uh, Firefight. After that, it was pretty... I think it was Unreal after after that. Yeah, it has to be. And then they did a series of that. I think they had a small one or two games before, but that was like their their first big stuff. So yeah. Yeah, you were right. Unreal Tournament. And the whole Unreal series. Gotcha. And then it was Gears after, you know, the big stuff after that. Mm-hmm. Just run with that. Yeah. But Xbox has their first exclusive. Now, I brought this up to you last week about if Xbox had any, had any exclusive titles yet. Yeah. Yep. And uh, at the time, there wasn't. There still isn't. But uh, according to this, they're saying Stalker 2 which I'm, I haven't personally played Stalker or anything in the series. Mm-hmm. They're, they're saying this is going to be an exclusive game just, just for Xbox. Now, it doesn't... Let me go ahead and sort through this here article. So Tyler Fisher at Comic Book, he says, Xbox Series X has picked up another big exclusive game, or more specifically, another big and up-and-coming game. has been confirmed as an Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S console exclusive. Last July, developer GSC Game World finally revealed Stalker 2 during the Xbox Game Showcase. At the time, the game was announced for PC and Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S, but it was unclear if the game would be a console exclusive to Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. That said, it turns out it will be. Over on Twitter, a developer at GSC Game World confirmed that the game is just coming to PC and Xbox. 
by a fan warning about a PS5 version of the game. Right now, it's unclear if the console exclusivity is permanent or time. Typically, third-party exclusives like this are time rather than permanent, but at the moment, the details of the exclusivity haven't been outright confirmed. Unfortunately, while the developer provided some concrete details on the platform, they didn't provide any about a release date, which means the game is still without a release date. In fact, this currently doesn't have a release window. So I did find this, uh, what is Stalker 2? So I, I pulled this right off their website because I wasn't familiar, but anybody that also isn't familiar, it says it's a, a unique blend of a first-person shooter, immersive sim, and horror with a really thick atmosphere. One of, the biggest op- one of the biggest open worlds to date is yours to explore, along with an epic branching story with multiple endings. Huh. So on paper, sounds great. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Because open worlds, it's yeah. tough to do, but when you get it right, it's... Yeah, it's, it's a dangerous concept. I mean, really, you can... You can really break your your whole game concept by throwing in an open world. Mm-hmm. Some games, I think they just they're, they're better linear. Just leave them linear. But I don't have much uh, much backstory on the first one. I, like I said, I didn't play it. Make sure so you know, this one's got that uh, thick atmosphere. Thick atmosphere. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's got all the mush gush. But, it's going to uh, be a real word by the end of this. A real word. <laughs> um, I agree with you, though. I, I, don't, I don't really know anything about it. I n- never even heard of it until seeing it as the, uh, one of the announcements, announcement trailers when, the, when Xbox did their show. Right. I don't, see, uh, I don't see why even making this exclusive matters to any, you know, any PlayStation fan. Like, this isn't a massive uh, mainstream title. It's not a, uh, you know, a cornerstone of Xbox. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure why the exclusivity is a thing with this. I don't see where they're going with it. If they're just trying to, you know, rebuttal against some of these Sony titles, which I don't think will work. That's what I'm guessing. It's it's like a an older game that probably has a pretty big following too it's probably like a cult following thing and maybe it's like pulling into their system and being like hey but we got this and we brought this back that's true i mean i just don't see the relevance of 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 what they're trying to obtain here because it really wasn't a whole lot on that it's still like it said there's not even a window (laughs) release date so i don't yeah i don't know what they're what they're chasing. It's coming sometime. Maybe. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit before the show and uh, we're matching that Phil, Phil Spencer over at Xbox. He's uh, stated, I don't know how many times during, uh, you know, pre launch of the Xbox, the new series X and S about how he doesn't want his titles exclusive. He wants his, his content on every system and every platform. Mm-hmm. And that this just seems very contradicting to their their vision over at uh, Microsoft. Yeah, from what he said. Yep. So I don't know. Like I said, I just don't see why this is a thing, unless it's just directly, just out of spite at Sony. 
And if they're going to do this, I'll go ahead. No, I I was just going to say, I imagine it's still early on. I mean, that might even be like another company saying that, but because they they are most Xbox games, though, it's just like here, play it on everything, everything possible. Play it on your phone, play it on your computer, play it on your phone while you're on the computer. You know, it's it's. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, and I'm sure this will probably be Game Pass. Oh, yeah. More than likely. Yeah, if if it's a any of those Xbox titles that they show on the conference stuff, uh, they're all day one uh, Game Pass, which is probably a big thing about it, too, because they, they really push the Game Pass. Yeah, now do you, uh, where they got this exclusivity, do you think this has anything to do with picking up all those studios a while back? Oh, yeah. They, uh, Xbox knew what they were doing. I mean, uh, Sony and everything, they, it's, it's weird. They both do different things. Sony puts a lot into just their exclusive titles and their main, like, bread and butter things. And then Xbox has been just buying up a whole bunch of studios to just have a bunch of different games to put out and then also support their own platform uh, and the game pass as well with those studios as well. So that's true. Yeah. Geez, I don't, the, I don't... The thing. That's still yeah. not Bethesda any max, but still that's <laughs> Bethesda. Right. And how do you feel about, since you said Bethesda, so we, you know, I said something about death loop last week. Mm. So death, death loop is a, Bethesda produced game, and uh, it has a timed exclusivity on PS5. So now, being a Microsoft-owned company, having a PS5 exclusive that has to have some kind of contradiction with contracts or something over at Microsoft, I would believe. I think they had said. I'm pretty sure that it was. Uh, they were going to honor those beforehand. Like any deals that were made, like exclusivity titles and things like that, they would uh, still honor. I remember that being a part of that deal, right? When I was reading through it, so that that part makes sense. Um, I still think they're going to put the new Elder Scrolls on everything too. Yeah, I don't have a doubt, really. I don't see why they would, you know, limit that even to to just Xbox. Of course, yeah, it'll like... it might have some special stuff, but. Yeah, that's what kills me about this though. Then why make Stalker Two exclusive? Mm-hmm. You got such a you got such a big title that you can lock away and really hurt Sony if you really yeah. wanted to. I, you know, they're stating that this isn't the the reason for this, but deep down, somebody has thought about this decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, then then why make Stalker Two exclusive? Like, I just don't I don't see the the reasoning. Yeah, because. Sony's done that with some of their stuff. Not um not the full games, but that special content for a lot of their games. They lock it away to them for at least a year or so. Yeah. And Sony's been known to have its exclusives. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's you know, that's why people buy Sony consoles mainly. It's you know, the the games are typically more I would say I wouldn't say better all the time, but they're 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 based on genres that people really enjoy. Yeah, they got some they really make... solid single single adventure stories and just stories in general. Right. So, yeah, I just don't 
I don't see the purpose. You think this is just testing the waters for future exclusivities? Mm, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Just see to see how like it, how it does. Yeah, uh, that could be something too. To see how many people like bite for it or come over just for that. Right. Using a title that's not super strong, but also has a following. Mm-hmm. See if it pulls in more Xbox sales. And then they go buy up like seven more, you know, companies. <laughs> True. <laughs> to start buying uh, stuff. Uh, side note, I guess, did you hear about Sony? I think was picking up, uh, was it Crunchyroll? No. Or they're uh, fun, fun, I think Sony owns Funimation, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they're they Funimation Studios or or uh, what's it called? Funimation something. Yeah, Funimation's right. But um, yeah, I think they're picking up Crunchyroll. The making it get another right. streaming service. Yeah, like, I think taking both. Of them? I think, and they're meshing it all into a uh, one one big ordeal. I do believe. I think that's what I read. I'm gonna go ahead and check that out. After yeah, this. but I think that'd be good. I think that's a good good move for Sony. Yeah, if you if you have that, because there's, I mean, there's apps on both the systems for those. Yeah, and I know on the HBO app, there's a like a Crunchyroll like subcategory mm-hmm. that you can follow. So I don't know how that incorporate with the different, you know, different ownership. I don't know. Is is uh, Crunchyroll owned by itself right now, or is that got a mother company? Ah, I thought it was just its own thing. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like they did buy it or are buying it. I think that's a good purchase. I mean, it's, it's outside of the game gaming studio thing, but I think that's good for them. I think that follows into their their vision pretty well. Them. Yeah, and, and you know Sony has its own Sony production pictures, and mm-hmm. you know they could really use that to their advantage. Hmm. I'm gonna read this later. That's news to me. <laughs> yeah, it was a. This probably came out probably it's last that was month. That, I think that article like last month. Yeah. 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 That's a good move. Happy for them. That's those are like the two um two biggest uh like anime streaming sites, so oh yeah, for service sure. ones. Yeah, I can't think of a bigger one. Or anything that's you know relevant to the size of those com- to these two companies. Mm-hmm. And the content that they put on constantly. Right. And, and you know, Funimation does like excellent I know a lot of people think it's you know, doesn't hold true to the originals but they do excellent dubbed editions yeah of they, a lot of animes i imagine they're the same way to uh how crunchy does it where it's uh simulcast it's immediately on there like an hour or so after it just, like goes live in mm. japan that'd be pretty neat hmm. learn something new <laughs> So anything else on uh, Microsoft over here? No, we'll we'll see what comes with this. I'm sure, like you said, there's probably something up to why they're doing that title. Yeah, there has to be some kind of some kind of reasoning behind this decision. I don't see it being just a 
you know, for, you know, just to do it. That doesn't make sense. But anyways. So we got some news on GTA 6. Hey, no, no surprise, GTA <laughs> 6 is being made. I don't think anybody would be shocked about hearing that sentence. No, it's, if you asked anybody, it's been in development for 12 Since, years now before the game came out. All right. Before five. <laughs> yeah. So we got some some new news over at uh, Notebook Check. Uh, they're, they're stating that it's been more than seven years since the popular uh, Grand Theft Auto V released. So the anticipation for the sixth edition of the franchise has been uh, naturally quite high. So high that when Rockstar was about to tease GTA V for the PlayStation 5, the game was initially assumed to be GTA VI. Now known leaker, Jan2295 claims that GTA VI is indeed in development. Jan calls himself a Rockstar insider and has been quite spot on about game info leaks. Back in 2018, apparently 2K Games had even asked him to stop leaking. According to him, GTA VI is very well under development. There's no ETA at the moment. There's also other news that Rockstar may have started development of GTA VI back in 2015. Given the average duration of five to eight years needed to make a AAA title, on a scale of GTA these days, we may very well see GTA 6 hitting PC and console platforms sometime in 2023. Given the many brickbats that Cyberpunk 2077 had to face, fans will do their best to let Rockstar take its time to deliver a decent product on launch day. Now, the speculation is that GTA 5 could come to the upcoming PlayStation VR 2. Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan had earlier indicated that GTA had has graced every PlayStation generation since the beginning. So an enhanced version of GTA 5 for PlayStation VR 2 is not improbable. A VR version of GTA would be an enticing prospect for PSVR 2. It could possibly boost this product segment while also somewhat covering up current PS5 supply issues. GTA 5 is slated to land on PlayStation 5 sometime in quarter 2 of 2021. So, more GTA 5 on PS5. How does that make you feel? Yeah, enough of it. It's everywhere. It's like Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember uh, watching that reveal for it, too, and I also thought it was going to be GTA 6, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then it did it again, and it was like, oh, it's coming. Here comes 5, and I was like, huh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, it's hard to believe that this game launched on... 360 and PS3. Yeah. That's really hard that version. Yeah, that's the version that I actually completed. Mm-hmm. Never really completed the one out. You know, I didn't. I did a lot of the online on PS4. Yeah. Not a whole lot of the stories, and so I already kind of like ran through it once. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, but at the same time, I was like, ah, it's a, a lot of story to redo again. It's a lot, and it's a, some of the missions weren't as enjoyable as others, but nonetheless, the story of Five, like I enjoyed five a lot more than I think the rest of the series. Uh, you know, particularly than like, like four, I really didn't get into personally the story in four. Same, played it, you know, played it, beat it, whatever. It kind of was thrown in the back of the my head somewhere. Couldn't tell you what happened. Yeah, I couldn't tell you half the missions from it. Nope. And uh, five, I can kind of remember a lot more of that story. It was uh, a little more taking, a little more uh, interesting think the uh the characters were they really nailed that part 
So your three main characters. Yeah, and I think the heist is really what sold GTA Five. Mm-hmm. That's what made the game for a lot of people, and it's still making the game for online. Yeah, they just released a. They just released another one, right? With the island, yeah. I think it's what it is. Yep, brand new heist. Uh, uh, yeah, some kind of big, you know, island that you go to and do this particular heist. I uh, <laughs> I figured they were just gonna continually update five and just keep it going because it's. I mean, everybody loves it still. Yeah, every time I get on there, I mean, servers are full. There's people all on there, so they're not missing a beat I, on the GTA Five online service, anyways. That um, GTA Five is actually right under Tetris on the most sold like games. That's like number yeah. two, like original Tetris, or. Mm, yeah, or is it the whole Tetris thing? Uh, I'll give you a quick thing on that. I know Tetris is some like ungodly number. I feel like it's hard to. If I had to give a game number one for sales, it would be Minecraft. I feel like if something overcomes Minecraft, and this it's it's at a godly st- stature. I couldn't fathom the amount of Minecraft sales are. Has possibly been. Oh man, I'm all wrong because Minecraft's up top from what this uh, what this actual page says. Uh, what's number two? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. And then, and then Tetris. Oh well, it could have switched to since the last time you seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right under that surprise, Wii Sports. Wii Sports, because it was free with every Wii, and they sold mm-hmm. how many Wiis? However yeah. many sales of Wii Sports there is. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> that's, a, that's like a, a cheap way to uh, get into that ranking. That game still people look for. I mean, it's good. It's fun. Yeah, that's actually we play it, you know, occasion. So. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. It's so simple, but so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's not like you need to. It's. It's accurate enough to be fun, but not overly accurate where it makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a way to state it. So this uh, GTA 5 on VR, do you think you are going to partake in any of that action? Uh, I, I can't, I'm trying to like imagine it. I don't like, know how the the movement... The movement in... in uh, I'm skeptical, like... All of the VR titles I've played that has like any kind of first person or anything along those lines, the movement is never as smooth as I would care to for it to be. Mm-hmm. It's either okay. you're like a teleporting mechanism or like you can walk in the game, but it's not like having those two joysticks in your thumbs. Mm-hmm. I The teleport thing gets me like it works for some games, but. They, I don't know. I feel like maybe they'll do it for just certain things, BVR. But then again, well, no, they they. So they did first person mode. So I mean, I guess they could just do VR, or just slap that in there. Yeah, they're <laughs> probably know. not. I don't know if the like the undertaking for that would be that that terrible. I just don't know what. Uh, I can't imagine like driving the speeds that you can get in that game, and then. You can throw yeah. up instantly as soon as you ramp off the back of a tractor trailer. 
Yeah, there has to be a pretty harsh warning at the beginning of the, the title. Get ready. I think that's the, that's, that's what's going to sell the VR copy is the driving. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say the shooting or any of that would, but. I mean, because everybody wants to drive and fly and all that stuff and that large aspect of vehicles in VR, that'd be pretty wild. And it has a it has a bunch of uh, different even just racetracks that you can do on the online games. Yeah, and now that would be courses. pretty wild. That's that's a pretty cool idea. That'd be pretty neat. I'm sure they're gonna I'm sure they got something up there, uh, and their online for six is gonna be even bigger. Yeah, yeah, they did just break away uh, Red Dead Redemption 2's online mode. You can buy that as a standalone. Mm-hmm. For five dollars, I think on most retailers. I would like to see him put some more into that. It's just hard. I think they're finding it a lot harder to capture an audience. I mean, because you're looking at a western, there isn't cars, there isn't helicopters and boats and all this stuff that you can cram into it. You can't have a neon racetrack for your horse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> makes it a you lot can, more difficult. You can get some braids on it though. You can get one of them uh, big old Clydesdales, slap braids on its back, get a nice saddle with Grandma's quilt. Grandma's quilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit of underglow. Yeah. She's expensive, too. <laughs> Doing them upgrades, you need like 10 stacks of bars, gold bars. Yeah, I tried that. Uh, so I logged in pretty early on when that launched, and they were like, here, you can be a bounty hunter. Give me... 20 gold bars and i was like mm-hmm. well i don't have that and i'm not buying it i'm sorry i know and it took them a lot to get into it yeah and i didn't feel pressured into anything like that and grand theft auto 5 you just had to earn money you know yeah I've, i don't know i just uh, the microtransactions kind of give me a bad taste sometimes mm-hmm. not a you big fan get, on it you get that yacht money yeah, right <laughs> And that, uh, what's the other thing? They have, they got like a mobile base, and I'm pretty sure they have a, something you can launch. It's like a, is it a laser-guided missile? It's something crazy. Oh, and 501. Yeah. You can purchase some kind of bunker. Mm-hmm. And uh, do some kind of special heist or something. And same with an arcade. I think you buy an arcade. Yeah. Unlock certain heist. And there's a, it's, it's pretty, like a lot of depth to it, really. Uh, I didn't get much farther than that. It's a lot of tinkering, spending money on things that I couldn't do things with. Yep. Sounds about what I did. Buying a car to drive right into a wall or to have it blown up as soon as you pull out of your house. Yep. Buy a rocket launcher or there's people on the the motor scooters in there. (laughs) Because everybody owns one of them. Yep. GTA 6. Any feelings on that? I'm not like super crazy hyped over. I mean, yeah, it'll be cool when it comes out. I'll definitely play it. For sure. But like, I, I can wait. I don't, there was something in the article where it was saying, uh, people seeing what happened to Cyberpunk and they'll be willing to wait. Nah, I don't believe that. <laughs> no. I think Rockstar is Rockstar and they're going to do what they want. Yeah. They'll, I mean, they, they pushed Red care. Dead back a bunch of times. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I, like, I'm right now, I'm not. I'm not excited for, you know, Grand Theft Auto. No, not be super okay. thrilled. Like it's been, you know, it's been in public knowledge 
you know, this game's been in production. It's no surprise. <laughs> We've played a lot of driving open world games. Not going to lie, I'd like to see something a little, hopefully they do something fresher besides give it a bigger city and a, a better paint job. I'm sure they're going to do more heist in it, though. That's a big thing. Those are actually fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about the heist. I think that's definitely a, a good route. Maybe not make it as linear. That'd be a good, mm-hmm. maybe a possibility. But yeah, I think that'll be in the far future. Though, probably Want more, uh, more uh, creation styles for your character, so that I don't look like I'm constantly crying with two black eyes all the time, because <laughs> that's what I look like on there. All right. Yeah, so any thoughts on this uh, ETA? Uh, I think it'll, I think it's just going to drop too. I don't think it's going to be a like super hype. No, I mean, I think it, I, I think they're just going to release it like not randomly, but I think it's going to be quick whenever like they'll talk about it and then be like, and it's out. Yep, it'll be ready. They're going to pull, yep. pull that Fallout 4. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. The GTA 5 will definitely be probably way, way sooner than 6. Mm-hmm. They're going to get that on PlayStation ASAP. I think it's supposed to be the they're going to. Yeah, they're going to split that online. I think that's going to be free. Yeah, I believe so. They're going to break that away. Because let's be honest, people aren't playing this campaign at this point in life. No, they just get it for that online stuff. That's why they started making it bundled with a uh physical versions with uh i think you get like over a million in cash and a bunch of businesses and cars yeah they uh shark card is that what it was that uh yeah that was like included one of the great white what was it great white hammerhead yeah i think you're right but uh that's like the only reason people play now really it's been long enough they're not running around punching people in the face in uh first person anymore So that's Grand Theft Auto news. So I think I haven't gave the credit where it was due for Nintendo lately. Uh, we've been really biased for Xbox and PlayStation. That's true. I wanted I wanted to include this list of excellent uh, Switch indie games that was the best of 2020. And uh, I'll go ahead and read the list real quick by Kate Gray at Nintendo Life. So now she states that these aren't in any particular order. This isn't best to worst or worst to best. But she has Hades, Streets of Rage 4, Spirit Fair, Moving Out, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Carry On, What the Golf, Shantae and the Seven Sirens, Super Mega Baseball 3, Super Liminal, Jackpot Party Pack 7, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, Crosscode, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon 2, and Neon Abyss. Out of these titles, have you had any experience with any of these? Yeah, I played a good amount of them on here. Did you say these were the um, like best of or best? Best selling. Best selling? Yeah, this is the best selling 2020 indie games. For that, now that's just strictly Switch. Or Nintendo, sorry. I know you said um, 
you had told me one time, like Hades, that was probably a really smart move putting it on on Switch as well. Yeah, I think it's the perfect combination of portability and playability for Hades that makes it work so so perfectly on the Switch. Mm-hmm. You're not dedicated for, you know, hours to complete something. You can just throw 30 minutes at it and put it down. Yep, and it's and a cross-save function too. That's Yep, big. you can pick it right up on your Steam account or wherever you, you, you do your gaming. Which is perfect. There's some of these other ones on here. Uh, the, uh, like Ori Will and the Wisp, I want to say that's like an indie, but at the same time, it's not. It's like yeah, it's moving out of, that, out of that area, the indie area. Right. Now that's published by Microsoft, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the Microsoft Studios. I feel like that one's subjective to what it is, but this style is definitely indie, and I'd, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm uh, sure the budget the budget for Ori is, is much larger than uh, some of these other titles on here. Yeah, like you put Ori up against um, like Spirit Fair. Right, exactly. Which, that game, it was great by itself. Um, Shantae as well. That's a good. I think Nintendo actually is that. Is that exclusive to them, or is that also on? Uh, I want to say is that a no. Sony thing as well. I think it's on Sony. There's another Shantae uh, uh, title, isn't there? Yeah, there's there's a decent amount of them. I think they're on Sony. I do believe. Same with Jackpot Party. Jack, yeah. Jackbox Party, that's on Sony as well. But uh, some of these, I don't know if they're any exclusive on here. But they, regardless, they all work really well on the Switch anyway. That uh, Streets of Rage 4 is a really good beat-em-up. And they did a great job with that. Uh, that Neon Abyss, if you've never played that, that's a that's a fun roguelike, similar like Hades, except it's more, it's guns. Uh, right. And it does like the same style as like Binding of Isaac too, where you you find random uh, like one special item each map. There's mm. keys and grenades instead of bombs, you know, same sort of thing, moving room to room, and it's randomly generated. But that's a really fun one. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I want to say I've seen it, haven't played it. And you, you had uh, some mention of Kentucky Route Zero on our Game Awards show. Mm-hmm. Still want to uh, play it. What is that about? I've, I've, I've seen some, some photos of it, but... You know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know. I've only seen, like, photos and clips, and it, it heard some of the music, and it just seems really... It's, it seems story-based. I don't remember even what style it really is. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. kind of like a walk around, you know, adventure while you learn as you go. Something similar. It made me think of a. Oh, what's it called? Edith Finch. You remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's something in that route, like. Or that area, I guess. It's yeah, more like uh... atmospheric and tells the story as you go. Right. Uh, what other titles? Uh, what the Golf, I think, is becoming... That's like a multiplayer golf game, right? Yeah, that's the one that's... It's still, There was that one and uh, Golf with Friends. Is that the other one? 
I think so. I think Golf with Friends was like the uh, original. Mm-hmm. Original, I want to say for this. Uh, not, I'm not saying they're put out by the same people, but. But for like that putt putt style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what the golf I think was. I have to look it up. I want to say it's more of a a wild premise for golf. It's not directly just putt putt. Mm-hmm. So it's I got think. more added to it. I. Yeah, but I think it's ends multiplayer too, if I'm if I remember yeah, correctly. I think so. And uh, moving out, I think everybody's seen this one by now. Yeah, that, that one's fun. Have you ever played uh, Overcook? Oh yeah, man, that is a challenging game. I know it's. You, you think you you're going it, so well? Like you make it the difficulty, like you make it as hard as you want it to be mm-hmm. by how, like how you cooperate. That's the, the think the magic that game gives you. Are you, uh, are you the type of? Um player that you'll bring the stuff over to the other player or do you launch it across the kitchen i would bring it <laughs> I, I tried that route i've tried both i think then eventually like halfway through i've learned that it just doesn't matter you just <laughs> throwing stuff everywhere you just gotta get something somewhere yeah when the table's full and you try to put more lettuce down but there's nowhere to put it it's just it's just bad news they were great ideas. Those games are so much fun. And it's a lot of fun. different for whoever you play it with, too. It changes every time because they're going to do different stuff. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it like that. Uh, any other mentions for our Switch here? That, that Bloodstain. Curse of the Moon. That's the second one. The, the Those are really good. They did a really good job on those. They, they fit that same... Like I, I'm picturing playing all these handheld. That's usually what I like to try to compare it to. That uh, Super Mega yeah. Baseball was always fun, too. I played the, fir- the first one, at least. Yeah, I haven't tinkered with that. Yeah, like, you know, your old old school arcade baseball ones. You, you big old heads. <laughs> you know. Like your old Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken old baseball. Cal Ripken. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I agree. Switch has really still done it well, like in the background of everything else going on. I mean, I think they had their probably their best year yet this year on sales. Uh, yeah, I think uh, their sales have become a lot better over the years. It's, it was extremely hard, I think, to find a Nintendo game that was, you know, discounted mm-hmm. prior to the midway of the Switch life. Like you can probably still go in the store and buy the first Mario Maker for sixty bucks. Yeah, like it's uh they they don't get off of those discounts. No, not at all. But uh, like this uh past Black Friday and holiday season, I've seen them you know discounted all the way down to you know forty bucks probably somewhere in that ball field. I think Yoshi was down in the twenties, which is crazy because that game they never discount anything. Especially like they're super, super close ones. Right. And now they got uh the uh the ported version of the Mario game. Uh New Super uh, Mario Brothers. Yeah, with Bowser's Fury. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one. That comes out 
couple months next month? Or is it this uh, month? Like, I don't know. I want to say it's soon. It's real soon. It's definitely quarter one. I want to say it's March because yeah, it has to be March because that comes out and they they stop uh, the Mario thirty five thing on Switch. Mm-hmm. So they're getting rid of that at around the same time that game comes out. Crazy Which Nintendo can keep like you know uh, porting and revamping their older games and they're still just as good. Just as like, good. Like yeah, I'll play it again. Yeah, on this same console. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It still baffles me that uh Mario Kart eight is still one of the I think number two selling or number one or number two for the Switch title. Yeah, that's why they haven't even made like thought about making another one. Yeah, they came out the mobile mobile version. And not not the greatest in my opinion, but it was okay. But it's there. It's there. It's there. People are playing it and I'm sure enjoying it. Oh, that that is the other thing. Nintendo started doing a lot of their own um mobile games. They actually have some pretty solid ones though. Plus, you know, other ones. Mm-hmm. They have that Fire Emblem mobile game too. Yep. Yeah, I tried that when it first came out. I didn't I didn't stick with it. I I meant to put that on my list last week. Fire Emblem, I completely forgot. I, I played so much of it in the beginning of the year. The three houses. Mm. Yeah, I heard that was a remarkable mm-hmm. title. Out of that series anyways. They put a lot of work into it. Every character has their own like is fully dialogue, like fully voiced. And they're all different for whichever school. Each, each like, the three schools, each one has their own set of characters, too. So it's different. Mm. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, that's one I did want to check out. I never got to. That's also one that you never find discounted. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, like, yeah, I want to try. At the same time, I don't feel like dishing out something for, you know. 50, you 60 know, bucks. Yeah, for, you know, hearsay, like I, you know, people are saying it's good. Maybe it's not for me, though. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, they got some uh, excellent titles. I'm surprised that uh, Sword and Shield didn't do as hot as they thought it would. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I I knew it was different. Um, but the uh, the expansions, I think, have helped some. Yeah. Yeah, figure that expansion on a Pokemon game. I know. I mean, it's cool that they can actually do that now and add stuff. I've really enjoyed what I played of it. I never did beat it. I was probably about halfway through. And uh, the things they did with that game, it made it very unique. Like, the like you no longer just walk through grass to find the Pokemon. That the, the Pokemon were actually on the, the screen. I do like that part of it. Which is awesome. Like, you know, you get tired of those random events every time you walk through the grass. Mm-hmm. It's a really good. Uh, it, when I remember first seeing it, it was like, "Wow, that kind of looks like Breath of the Wild." Some of yeah. the areas, the big areas, when you're walking around, instead of the safari zones, it was the the wild. I think is what they call mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I, I thought it was a good step forward. I think you know, I, I really just think people are just tired of the same formula. Get pick one of three Pokemon, see the professor, say bye to your mom, go on your journey. Yeah become Pokemon League champion. And they don't know how to say, hey, I want something different, but I also still want this. Please. Yeah. 
it's like it's good how it is but at the same time you're scared to probably expand out of that because you could bomb it like your your fan base is very direct on what they want i'm sure mm-hmm. like me and you were saying yeah we want something slightly different but i'm sure there's some guy over there that's like oh i want this again just better graphics yeah give me different yeah. starters same thing hit me with it like what do you what do you do in that situation yeah, I know. They'll keep doing it. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll keep doing it. Like, I mean, that's what's always worked for them through like every one of their games. I mean, even they switched it up for the Let's Go uh, Pikachu and Eevee. Um, that, yeah, that's a little bit better for you know. I, I know a lot of kids seem to like that one a little better because you can move around and and do True. that. But I'm either way. I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. Just riding it out. Yeah, I'm just cool not, with it. Not even going to be like skeptical of whatever they're going to put out. Just nah, give me it's it. cool. <laughs> yeah, it it had been so long because I skipped a bunch of Pokemons in between. Uh, yeah, I think I've. Yeah. I think we talked about it. I, I think my last one I played before that was uh, I think Black. Yeah. Yeah. What was what was between there though? I don't. Wasn't X Gosh. and Y. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So I did play those. I, I I did beat. Was it X or Y? One of them had the big red bird on it. Gosh, what was it? I think I it think, was Y. I think it was X. <laughs> I don't know. It's one, <laughs> one of them. The big red wrong. bird. <laughs> and then uh, Sun and Moon, and yeah. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. There was also um, before those. There was a uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Yep, and they redid those, right? Yeah. I think that's what it was. Omega was Ruby. That yeah, was? that's right. They did do that. Yeah, Omega something, Ruby and um, uh, something Sapphire. <laughs> aqua, Aqua. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I'll bring. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, yeah I you're right. Hmm. So quite a few titles, actually. Yeah, I missed a lot. So I really like the so I don't know why we're we're on this right now, but so so uh Sun and Moon, their styles w- was different from that formula. So you didn't uh you didn't do gems anymore in those games. You actually did uh like these trials, like island trials. And uh, they would give you like a like a challenge and they'd be like, Okay, catch you know, this Pokemon this amount of times and you'll end up catching like uh like the legendary Pokemon for that area, like so it could have been like a Snorlax, for instance. Not saying that's what it was, but you would have to catch a couple of them. Then, like the main Snorlax or the Alpha one would come out, and you would have to do that. A big daddy Alpha Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so it would be like sleepy. Then uh, they had like one was like the Fire Guy, and you had a you had to, like like they had a bunch of Marowaks like spinning like these fire poles. And you had to like, they they would do like this, tr- you know, tribal dance, and you had to pick like which one was different from the other two. So they did some different. That's a pretty big twist on it. Yeah, so the gems were gone, and I thought that was a big, big enough twist on its own for for them to do that. But mm-hmm. the style of that one, it was really unique. I, I thought it was good. They got to the uh, the new ones, and they're like, they give you like giant building size pokemons that you could do 
like launch this big ball at that Pokemon, and he's going to grow oh, 50 yeah. times his size. <laughs> yeah, the um, Mega, Mega Evolution. Yeah, the, the Dynamax stuff. Dynamax, yep, that's it. So many evolutions. We could have a whole episode on Pokemon. I don't even know what happened. I don't know why we're on this right now. Yeah, it stuck with us. <laughs> yeah, not disappointed with their decision making. Still okay with it. Mm-hmm. Still does it for me. <clears throat> so I did want to save some time at the end for us because I didn't remember. Uh, I wanted to do a thing about like what we're playing now and uh, you know, what we're spending our time on. Maybe some people can relate. We had a lot of time, you know, over Christmas holiday and stuff to yeah. deep dive into some stuff. And I was curious on uh, what your take was on something you might have sunk some teeth into. What have I been playing? Uh, I started up Spider-Man again. The, the first one, not Miles Morales, because that was from when I talked to you about it. Yeah. I was like, that's a good idea. I should do that. So I guess I've been diving into that a little bit because I never never fully got into it. And it's uh it's good. It's doing it for me. I get it. I get why everybody was like, yes. Yes to Spider Man. Yeah, I um, think Spider Man. I I I have nothing bad to say about that game. That I, I think that was what they said, like the best top selling superhero game and I get it. I get why. Yeah, no doubt. Uh other than that, I've been I have been playing a lot of Hades still. Um and like we were just talking about the Switch one, I'm able to I've been playing a little bit more on that because 'cause I'll usually like laying in bed and I'm like, can't sleep. Well, I guess I'll play a thing of Hades real quick. Yeah, that don't fail. Good choice. Mm-hmm. And I think mainly it's been those two. Uh, and, and I dabbled in a little Fire Emblem because I was trying to finish um, one of the runs on that. I got back into that again. But other than that, um, I mean, I'll play like an occasional thing on Xbox, but it's it's been mainly just those. What, uh, what about you? Uh, so I fired up that... Uh... Uh, Spider-Man Remastered. Played through that because I never, I never finished my original playthrough of it the first time. So I was like, "We're gonna do this thing this time and get her done." Played that completely through, and Spider-Man Remastered also comes with the uh, DLC. So I was, I was lucky to be able to play all three of those. Debating still to this day, and so I did complete it, and I want to go back and and collect those you know, district trophies that I haven't gained so I can maybe get the platinum trophy in it. But uh, other than Spider-Man, I did start to do some Ghost. The Ghost is... uh, I try not to mesh, like, uh, my game styles together, like, because, you know, it gets played out. Yeah. It'll cross over, you'll get bored. Yeah, so I I did... uh, between before I put Ghost in, I did fire up Demon Souls. That's how I was, t- I was texting you the other day about. <laughs> <laughs> and that that game is something else. And it's like, so I played a handful of Dark Souls and Bloodborne 
I'm, I'm, I have never completed one. I get like halfway through them and I'm like, ah, not done with this. Get it out of here. Yeah. And so tell yourself you'll come back to it later. Yeah, I'll come back to it later. Then you forget the controls and then you get your, your face stomped in. Immediately. This, yeah. So then you then you just don't come back to it. So I fired up this Demon Souls and I was like, yes, I'm, I'm feeling this. This is going to be me this time. I'm going to do this. This is the and, one. Uh, this is the one that's going <laughs> to get me to the end. <laughs> I'm going to put this on my my resume of things I've completed. So I get to uh, get through the, you know, the beginning tutorial, yada, yada. Go to your first, you know, real area. Start, you know, waking my making my way downtown, you know, and uh, stomping on the, the old the old enemies with the sword. And uh, we get to one point and there's a chasm in the ground, like a big pit. And this is like five minutes into the first level. I'm like, oh, where does this pit go? And there's a message. You know how you can leave messages on the ground for other people. Right. Well, I read this message and it was like, you know, jump down in that pit. I was like, why would he steer me wrong? <laughs> so you jump down this pit and it's like, you died. I was like, well, this is excellent. They, they <laughs> so, got me. They got me first got, thing. Got me good. And they then I was like, oh. that was my first death in the game. And I was like, well, that's not that bad. I didn't die from an enemy. Oh, well, make, make my way through this level a little farther. And I get to this one, one split in the road. You can either go left or you can go right. So I go right. There were some nagging archers over there, and I was like, I'm going to get rid of these these fellas. Walk through this area, and there's this knight with, like, these red eyes. And I was like, well, he looks pretty, you know, pretty robust. So I was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see what he's about, see, see how his day's going. He didn't He didn't like me asking. And, no, uh, he didn't have yeah, no he, answers. Yeah, and he, he one-shot at me, and I was like, well... That's not the right way. <laughs> well, I guess right is wrong. So, so <laughs> eventually, I ventured through this level after multiple, I think, like two hours, which is probably the dumbest freaking time to, for this playthrough. <laughs> this first level, <laughs> somebody probably did it in thirty minutes, and it took me two hours. But barely scraped scrape the surface of it. <laughs> yeah, faces all bleeding. <laughs> we get sweat running down. And get to this end of this level, and finally. I get through this one area and literally all I did was duck and roll. There were so many people. I was like, my God, just heal, duck, roll, heal, duck, roll. Roll through it all. (laughs) And I had like a a mob of like 15 angry freaking like settlers chasing me with freaking javelins. And I was like, well, (laughs) this is the end of the road. And I I seen uh, this lever you pull and just so luckily happens to be the door to open the boss that takes you like the shortcut. Okay. Okay. And I, you know, I busted that that lever open as soon as I pulled it. The fifteen angry angry settlers just bombarded me in the room, and their souls are lost forever. <laughs> they gave you that uh, that Caesar treatment. And they all got around you in a circle. Yeah, went, and I got went down. Yeah, I got you know thrashed. I can only imagine that after that you were like, "Well, I will come back to this later." Yeah, well, I took my jolly good old self into that uh, boss room. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, it's like a it's a small hike from the actual start, which I was super proud about. Like in the cutscene where it shows the door like coming up, I was like, "Yes, that's the door." That's like right at the beginning. Super mm-hmm. excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I run in there and I was like, "What is this thing?" <laughs> and 
and how do I how do I approach it? I I, I did maybe like a tenth of damage to his health and, and got and got pounded. Was it which boss was it? Was it the big uh, uh, demon looking, mm-hmm. or was it so, like? Yeah, so the the actual boss it looked like a. It was like a ball, and it had a bunch of like little goo balls on it with shields and javelins. Shields, okay, okay, that's the one that's I was shield. thinking. Yeah, that's the first one, and uh, I, I actually started to kill off a bunch of little ones, but then I looked down and the health, like the the boss regained his health, and I was like, "This is uh, this is decur- discouraging." I don't know how it healed, but I'll have to jump back in there, and you know, I was already frustrated at that point from getting through the level. You got a you got a lava sack of fire bombs at him. Yeah, I, I was working well. I was killing off a lot of like spawns or whatever show they him, were. Show him who's who's the boss. Show him who's business. Yeah, I got some of this pine resin, and this is what I was, you know, this, one of the messages I read on the ground, which didn't steer me too too well the right time the first time, but <laughs> it said use the use the pine resin, and I was like, well, we got two of them, and I don't feel confident about this this run here, <laughs> so I didn't use it yet. But I think that's what I'm going to try next time. Yeah, smear that sticky goodness on there. <laughs> Yeah, mush random, gush. Mush gush all on the sword there. Because random Joe over here told me it on the floor. Yeah, you can't tell if that one's that one's real trustworthy or not. Yeah, the the, the pit guy I'm still a little little bitter about. Hey, you need to go dislike his message. Give it a thumbs <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those two shape moments. Like, okay. <laughs> you got he, me. You fell down there, you're like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe I deserve this one. <laughs> it didn't look secure. I don't know why I did it. I just I put all my faith into this random message, and it, it was dumb. It didn't look good. You didn't even see the at bottom of it. <laughs> at least you got it out early, and it wasn't like later on, and you're like found another one that was similar. Yeah, let me drop this 2,500 <laughs> souls real quick. <laughs> That'd make this, me so angry. This guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, like, huh. I was like, I can't blame nobody but myself. It is what it is. So, any other thoughts and concerns, Mister Jacob? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think we uh, we did pretty well. Talked about that mall. Yeah, the Epic Game Center. Yeah, got sidetracked about Pokemon for a while. That's fine. Good Pokemon talk. You can follow us on our new Nintendo chat station. Yeah, <laughs> it's right there beside our, uh, our astrology and astronomy. And <laughs> <laughs> I said astrology. Yeah, astronomy. <laughs> you can catch all these great podcasts. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> coming hot in 2021. Yeah. Uh, uh, since you said since you said that, did did you see uh the uh the so called UFO in Hawaii? No. <laughs> you you looked that up later tonight. And it's like these people there's uh, you know, they took footage of this blue light in the sky and they're saying there was like a little white one racing up to it and uh there's multiple people with this footage and i guess it was reported to the faa like it's a real thing i don't i don't know you got to tell me your thoughts on that i am interested yeah hawaii news but i found it on like um it you know i didn't find it on there i think it was on like a mainstream news site I'll just YouTube it up. I'm sure there's 50 videos on there of that. 50 videos. Mm-hmm. At least 40, different angles. 49 are edited. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta type in the search. 
UFO original, uncut, not remixed. <laughs> yeah, not remixed. No slowdown. <laughs> like, oh, there it is. Yeah, it was a little, uh, it was a letdown. From, I read the article first, and I was like, wow, it sounds pretty real, man. They typed this up well. And then I looked at the video, and I was like, huh, this, this, could, this could be like a drone or something. <laughs> there it is. I'll watch this after that. You'll have to, on our astronomy channel that doesn't exist, you'll have to tell me all about it. I'll hit you up with a full essay about it. Full essay. Type mm -hmm. on the old typewriter. Yeah, I'm good for it. <laughs> but I think that's all we have for today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And come support the show at patreon.com. Come get all those great benefits, ad-free. And coming soon, post-shows post will all be available to you. And catch you all next time. Have a great night. Bye.